My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi friends, welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we just watched Cujo. Yeah, we did. It's a Stephen King classic. You are so close to finishing the Institute. Yes, I have two hours left. Maybe you'll even have a recommendation for the mini episode? Mm. Oh, it's not that good? I don't know, we'll see. You seem to like it, but it might not be recommendation worthy. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to recommend anything that's not, like, five stars. Yeah, and plus Stephen King has a way of the endings really fucking ruining stuff, so. Well, the beginning really ruins shit, too. God, he does so much fucking detail. But at least you can get over the beginning if the rest of it's good. Yeah. It's better for the beginning to drag than for the end to suck. Yeah. You may have even finished it today had life not been its typical disaster. Yeah, yeah. Like... Every week, it's just going to be something. I guess it just like how long has it been since we had like a normal week where nothing happened? It's been a long, long time. Like there was no drama of any kind, or like a kid trying to kill themselves on a bicycle or something, or my dad dying. Yeah, there's constant it, something. It never ends. The tire just completely. Someone yes yeah, slashes their tire. I'm not sure someone slashed the tire though. Broad daylight, people all around. I don't know. It just seems weird. Well, I- I'm just telling you what the tire guy said. Yeah. Just... I mean, there was definitely a cut in it, but like, I don't know. It just seems weird. Okay. Everyone loves us, so who would do such a thing? Um, A dollar general truck driver? Well, no. They're more, <laughs> they're more deliberate in their damage to my vehicles. They just drive right into them. And then drive right off. And drive right off, which is what happened today. A nice little hit and run on our vehicle. Yep. Very spent some time in the police department filling out papers, and now I don't have a car to go to work this week. So. Very unhappy. Um, I'd probably drive it to work. I'll probably just have my kid drive me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can just have your kid drive you. That's an option. That I don't we like that. Driven them every goddamn where. That's true. I'm gonna grind up some goldfish in the back seat and yeah. tell them I have to pee about two seconds after. Spit gum in the door handle. Yeah. All kinds of shit. So, our vehicle is definitely in better shape than the vehicle in this movie. I guess that's a plus. Mm-hmm. At least by the end of it. Although, it wasn't very good the whole movie. But on to the cast. Danny Pintaro stars as Tad. You may remember him from his time on the Tony Danza mega hit, Who's the Boss? Really? Yep. Who? Tony Danza. That's who the boss is. No, I know that. Who? Who's... I think he was the kid. Really? The, wait, what? Yeah. Weird. D. Wallace plays his mother, Donna. D. is famous for her role as the mom that did not know E.T. was living in her house in E.T. Oh, really? Yes, that was her. In addition, she has been in a boatload of horror movies. I cannot believe she hasn't been in something we've watched already. Critters, The Howling, The Hills Have Eyes, Three From Hell, Lords of Salem, Popcorn, and just a million more movies that we might cover. I've seen a bunch of those already. Yeah, there is an unbelievable chance she will make another appearance on this podcast. She's been in so many horror movies, I could pick five movies with her in it and we can just cover those for the next... Well, I'd only have to pick three. (laughs) This next batch of movies. It can be D. Wallace. D. Wallace, December, even though part of it will be in November. Oh, my God. Oh, the wheels are turning. Christopher Stone plays Steve Kemp. In addition to being D. Wallace's husband, he was also in The Howling, as well as the new Lassie movie. Um, He was the the guy she was cheating with. Mm -hmm. Lastly, I'm going to include stuntman Gary Morgan, because sometimes that fucking dog is him and a human being. (laughs) Him in a dog costume. 
Yeah. He normally wears a a normal human (laughs) being costume when he's starring as his other role, a human being. Before we get into it, it was a real... I don't think this is going to be very long, this podcast. Well, it was a stupid movie. There weren't many people in it. It's pretty fucking cut and dry. Didn't really go anywhere. Literally. It didn't go anywhere. They stayed on a farm. Like that movie Phone Box? Yeah. Phone Boost, sorry. They just literally, the entire movie was in the phone booth. Yeah. So it was released in 1983. Is rated R, is 93 minutes long. Very good runtime. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm glad it was so short. There are three kills, zero boobs, one dog death, and you were jump scared one time. That was an accident. I remember this movie being far more gory and far more scary than it was. It wasn't scary. And it wasn't that gory. No, it wasn't gory. Now let's take a trip to apparently the most fucked up state in America. Maine. All Stephen King movies are in Maine. Yeah, because all his books are in Maine. Because he lives in Maine. Even the Institute. I was like, I don't remember if the Institute's yes, in Maine. It's did, in Maine. We did figure it out. I was listening to it, and it told me. Yeah. And I texted you immediately. They're like, all yeah, in it Maine. It was in Maine. Maine's wild. Like, it's a wild place, I guess. I've never even heard anything about Maine. Lobsters. That's well, it. I don't want to go there now. No. Stephen King does not sell Maine well. No. Music is very tense. There's a cute little rabbit hopping through the forest. Probably going to go well for this rabbit, right? That's what you're expecting the rabbit to have a good time. Fuck no. Big, bad St. Bernard on the hunt. This is Cujo. He's just a regular old doggy at this point. Yeah, he's just chasing, just chasing rabbits. rabbits. That's fine. It is fine. Stormy kills mice all the time. Birds. Yep. She is basically... She's a huntress. Genocidal. She had a mouse two days ago. Yeah, She tried to take it in my house. Excuse the hell out of me. You yeah. stay on the porch. Keep that out there. She's begging at the door like a dog to come in with the mouth hanging out of her mouth. Uh-uh. So without naming our daughter, one of our children doesn't eat. Like, she's tube-fed. So we think we think this is what's going on, and it's really weird if it is. But so she never eats. She's not tube-fed anymore, though. She does, she does drink her formula by mouth, but it is only formula. She does right. not eat food. She does not eat food. She's formula-fed would be more. She used to be tube-fed, and this happened a lot more when she was tube-fed. Yeah. Stormy will kill something, bring it into the house, and she only takes it... To that child's bedroom. To that child's bedroom and puts it in her bed. Like, she's trying to feed the child. Yeah. Is what we think. We think she's trying to feed the child. She never takes it anywhere else, and that it's not like that is the room she hangs out in. Like, she hardly ever goes anywhere because that child is kind of mean to her. Yeah. But every time she kills anything... That's where she takes it. Yeah, like she's giving... Like she's giving it to her. Like, here, eat. Eat this. Eat this. They eat. won't feed you, I will. Yeah. Which is weird. And I... I. Though, I'm telling you, a lot of humans around here do the same thing. <laughs> well, if you have you tried feeding her candy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are adult <laughs> humans, not the other children. The other children understand the assignment, whereas the adults are like, have you ever put peanut butter in her mouth or something? Yeah. Maybe she'd like that. That's what not if the you issue. just give her really high calorie foods? She can't digest anything solid there, Susan. Not the issue. <laughs> We've been handling this. Adults. Well, why don't you blend it up? Well, isn't that the same thing as just giving her the formula? Yeah. <laughs> I put a little bit of tea in her cup. Well, why'd you do that? Because her body cannot process sugar at all. Mm-hmm. Remember when my mom was babysitting her and she was like, oh, she didn't want to take her medicine, so I gave her some of my coffee. Yeah, great. (laughs) Perfect. Anyways. The rabbit did all right for itself. (laughs) It flees into a bat cave. That's not good for old Cujo, though, because one of those annoying fuckers bit him. My grandma got bit by a bat one time on her foot, Mm -hmm. and she caught the bat in a jar. Well, I think she beat it to death first mm-hmm. with a with a rake or something. And then she put it in a jar and just took the jar to the hospital with her so that they could test it for rabies. That is smart. She was scared she was going to have to get rabies shots. I would have probably just gotten her rabies shots. You, you wouldn't have beat the bat up? No. Huh. Yeah. I've seen what happens when you 
come across bats. Last time there was a bat in his house, I tried to beat it up and I couldn't. No, even you did not. You ran out the door and left us all to for ourselves. No, you were all asleep. I ran out the door to get a weapon to no, beat the bat. No, no one runs out the door to get a weapon. The house is full of weapons. You saw it in the house you and you I'm, ran out the house. You think I'm going to run up here, wake you guys up, say I'm getting the shotgun to shoot this bat? You could have gotten anything in this house. There's way more things in this house you could have beat a bat with than outside the house. Yeah, but I had one specific thing in mind to beat the bat with. To get in the car and drive away. No. To get in the car, get my snow scraper, and beat that bat. Beat that boy with a bat. (laughs) I was going to beat on the bat, beat on the bat, beat on the bat with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Uh-oh. It's like a remix of a Ramon song. I wonder if my grandma thought that thoughts about the bat having rabies because of this movie. Maybe. Are, like, bats known to have rabies? I think they are. We used to, but again. It was because of this movie. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, because like my parents and my grandmother specifically, like we grew up <clears throat> kind of on the edge of town where I grew up and there was a playground and there's this creek, which we call the shit creek mm-hmm. because it's orange and it like. It smells like be, shit. There used to be shit in it too, I'm pretty sure. But the bats lived like there and in like the old mines and stuff because we live in a mining community. And on the outside of town is where all that shit is. So they would always be flying over this playground at night, this big, huge playground we had. And we'd throw rocks and the bats would chase them through the air. Mm -hmm. But I used to always get yelled at because they were afraid I was going to get rabies from these bats. But also that could be from this movie. Now we at the house. Little kid wandering around at night. You got to be careful because King is not afraid to kill an adorable little boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's always on the agenda. Looking at you, pet cemetery. Kid's scared of the dark. Turns the lights off and books it. I did that the entirety of my life at both my mom's and my mom's house. Still do it here? No. Okay, I was just wondering. Which is I mean, weird. You do to sleep me. with a nightlight. I was just wondering. Yeah, but it's. No, I don't do it here. Like I can, I can walk up the stairs with the light off. It's fine. Okay. My mom's house freaked me the fuck out. The hallway was so long and the light was only at one end of it. Freaked me the fuck out. That's why like, I'm like, oh, I don't believe in ghosts. But maybe I do. Because I was scared in both of those houses and I've never been scared in this house at all. His door creeps open and he screams. Thankfully, he has two loving parents to comfort him. I thought they were pretty loving. The boy is seeing a monster. And if I know one thing from all these movies, monsters are real. Dad is clear, though. No such thing as monsters. Dad is a good man. Okay. The dad has done nothing wrong. Not yet. That kid does not believe his parents. I've also learned that that's a good move. Yeah. Starts with Santa Claus. Yeah. They start here right away. Kid's furniture has been moved around overnight. They blame the kid. Um... Are we to believe it was the kid or it was the monster? Is there a monster, first off? Do no. we think there is a monster? No, I don't think there's a monster. <clears throat> so the kid just moved his shit around? No. I mean, yeah, he was trying to block the, the, the monster, closet door. The it kept in. opening. Yeah. Like, even the dad was trying to shut it and it would just open right back up. So I'm right. sure he was just putting all of his stuff in front of the door. I bet you in the books, that whole thing was better. The monster thing? I don't know, but I'm not going to read it, so... There's a little tennis match, and then we find out Donna is fucking cheating. Yeah. Vic is smashing that dude on the tennis court, but dude is smashing his wife in the bedroom. Oh, my God. Vic is suspicious, though. He doesn't know that something's going on with them, but he knows something's going on. You always know. Yeah, you always know. They'll just have another baby. Baby should not be born with a duty. Yeah, like this is your role yeah. is to fix our marriage. That's nah, not good. Don't do that to your kid. Yeah, that ain't going to fix anything. Vic wants his car fixed now. That is fucking delusional. <laughs> do you know how long the shop said it'll take for them to fix my car? Till March. Till March. That is like fucking... Honestly, they could just fix the taillight. Like, I don't even care about the rest of it. It's a fucking old car. It can be all dented a bit. No. I need the taillight done. Yeah. Well, that was before I realized it was Dollar General that did it. I thought it was just some dumbass in 
our town. There is too much damage for it to not get fixed, especially since we'll eventually trade that in. We have equity in that vehicle, and I do not want to see it ruined by some hit-and-run loser. Who, sir? Mailman recommends Joe Camber. A good mechanic and an honest man. He won't rake you over to coals. Nope. This is what's good about living in a small town. You get all this information. And he takes the whole family for some fucking reason. He takes them all to the garage. And here comes Big Cujo. Vic and Joe go for a ride. I thought this was going to be something. It's like, wow, the 80s are wild. He just leaves his nervous wife and kid on some random farm while he takes the guy for a ride. It leads to nothing. It's yeah, fine. He, he just needed to hear what the noise made. Yeah. Donna does notice Cujo's fucked up nose. Yeah. Like, she sees it. And it's a big-ass dog. So. Yeah. And it was a big-ass fucked up nose. But then we're back home. And one of our friends brought up a good point. Is Cujo a scary name in general or just scary because of this movie? Yeah, that's another thing. Like, with the bats. What what came first? Yeah, because I bet Cujo isn't a scary name without Stephen King getting all involved in it. But now everybody knows Cujo. Right. And if you have a dog named Cujo, then you want it to be? Yeah. Why do you do that? Yeah. Unless you're like a horror nut. Like, if I name my dog Cujo, that's not quite as weird, I don't think. I guess. Because I just like horror movies, and it's just a horror movie reference. It's like asking for that dog to eat your whole family. You are asking for that dog to eat your family. So don't name your dog Cujo. It's weird. It's not nice. Vic Start is... naming your animals Jeffrey Dahmer and shit. Yeah, we named our dog after Charles Barkley. That's reasonable. <laughs> Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, yes. Vic is so suspicious. He even asks Donna how he is with her, and she lies to his face. Mm -hmm. Cold, cold woman lies right to his face. You do that to me every time you say you like me. That is not true. I love you and See, like you. Right to my face. I did not. I truth to your face. <laughs> Vic freaking out because his cereal is being recalled. He's an ad man. This is a PR crisis. This is like nuclear Armageddon for his career. Mm -hmm. This is really bad. She isn't terribly interested in it. She's like, oh, you'll get through it. He's like, my life is falling the fuck apart right now. And she's like, eh. Yeah. So she kind of sucks. I think. Yeah. When she's cheating on him and she don't give a fuck about his career. Yeah. Yeah. She sucks. Sounds like they're going to lose the Sharp account. That's bad. Sharp is like the biggest cereal company, like General Mills or whatever of the time or mm -hmm. Kellogg's. Back to the farm and no one has noticed Cujo is like dripping blood and snot from his face. They're like, oh, that's just our great dog Cujo. No one. No one's terribly concerned about him. Mm -hmm. This is not a great family, though. No. Keep that in mind. Donna is breaking up with Steve. She's feeling bad about it. Steve is not thrilled. No, Steve's not having it. Yeah, he's like seemingly in love maybe, or he just isn't used to being told no. Or yeah, I mean, maybe he's just controlling and he's like, no, I said you're not breaking up, so we're not. Yeah. Vic saw her while driving though. So the jig is up. The news is out. Finally found her. Oh my God. Renegade. I, I know what Renegade is. Uh, worked so good this weekend at the Steelers game too. Renegade, it worked. It's twice we I've been to a Steelers game this year that Renegade worked. Mm -hmm. Two out of three ain't bad. You sing that now too. Uh, almost... God damn! Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop. Hammer time. Hammer <laughs> time for real. Are you? No. No? Yeah, I could keep going. You should probably stop me. Don't stop me now. <laughs> Somebody stop me. Because I'm having a good time. Okay, we got to stop singing on the podcast. People don't like when I sing. Poor little Tad was hit by a swing. I got hit by one of those 1980s swings when I was a kid. And it busted my fucking head open. Really? Like, I cannot, like, they didn't take me for stitches. I surely needed them. I mean, just obliterated my head. We had a friend over for the weekend, and we were playing with a wooden swing like that in the backyard. It cracked her in the skull, and she had to go get stitches. Well, this wasn't a wooden swing. This was one of those swings, those rubber fuckers mm -hmm. with the metal, like the metal triangles yeah. on the sides, the um, the the spears on the sides of them. Yeah. 
that is what I got hit in the head with because it was hanging down. The chain was broken on one side, so it was hanging down. Mm-hmm. I don't know how or why I got hit in the head with that swing, but I looked like fucking Cujo by the time I got home. And my parents, well, my parents weren't there. What the fuck would they be at home for? My grandmother was like, uh. Here's an ice pack. <laughs> want a popsicle? Let's go get a shower. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't want a shower. I want medical attention. <laughs> Please take me to the hospital. Now, shower, um, TV dinner, chicken nuggets, maybe some Tylenol, ice pack. Well, this mom kissed it, made it better, and told her to forget it. It yeah. already happened. It's fine. It's over. It's done. Yeah. Vic did not confront Donna. Simply asked what she did today, and she said the usual, which the usual is seemingly fucking Steve. Yeah. So that's not the right answer to that question. He figured it was on the list. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, though. No. She was going to break up with him. Charity bought her husband, Joe, an engine hoist. He's pissed about it. He's like, we can't afford this. I'm like, motherfucker, it's your job. You need that thing for your job or you won't be able to afford anything. <laughs> like, you need that. Charity won the lottery, though, $5,000, which... That was a lot back then. Yeah, 1983. Big amount of money. My grandfather won the lottery one time. You know what he bought? Hmm. He bought me one of those turtle sandboxes. Aw. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. I got a turtle sandbox because he was the fucking nicest man that there was. She got a present. Now she wants one. This is fucking um, a quid pro quo, pay to play. Mm-hmm. You get some, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. She wants to go to Connecticut with her sister, which leads me to believe she's not coming back. Yeah. She's I, staying with her fucking sister. You get out, you stay out, lady. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking here. She's like, I'd exactly like to Exactly what just, I would have done. I'd like to go to Connecticut to see my sister. That means you're moving in with your sister. Mm-hmm. Take as much shit as you can. Yeah. Joe is planning on going to Boston for broads, booze, and baseball. Mm-hmm. Not a bad combination. Broads, brews, and broads, booze, and baseball. I like all those things. Mm-hmm. Except, don't call them broads. Wow. I use the word once in a while only for comedic effect. I don't. I don't like it. I don't seriously be like these fucking broads at my house. I don't want all these fucking broads in my bedroom. That's not, no. Call them ladies, unless you're, like, making a joke. Then you call them broads, and it's funny. Because, like, in 1930s, it's, like, an old-timey word. It's funny. I don't like it. Well, I don't use it as much anymore. Because I don't like it. Yes. I don't need some broad yelling at me. Oh, my God. (laughs) See? That's comedy. Anyway, Cujo getting super fucking grumpy... And they're making so much noise around this Cujo. That poor dog had a headache yeah. and they would not stop. Yeah, just making noise. And that is a theme in the film. So, so far... Well, it causes neurological damage. Yeah. So their heads do hurt. It, does, it eventually attacks their brain. Yeah. So thus far, this movie is about a sensitive boy, a good father, and a bunch of obnoxious pricks. Everybody kind of sucks. Like, fuck yeah. all these people. Yeah, it was totally cool with Cujo killing these two men. Yeah. Steve has brought back their table and he has a flower for her. He really misses her. And he's also like their personal fucking carpenter. Like all this guy does is woodwork for them. It's so weird. Yeah. Like why do you have like a personal. He just sands stuff for you. Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't even like build stuff. He just like sands it. Yeah. Strips it. Yeah. What a. What is this guy? It was probably just an excuse to stick around so that he can fuck his wife. Well, Well now he's basically fucking raping her. In yeah. the kitchen. Yeah, he is raping like that. her. That was, that was very rapey. Yeah. Tad and Vic walk in on the rape. Well, the aftermath of the rape. There's some milk spilled on the floor. Vic asked Donna yes or no, and she said yes. Which I'm assuming was her way of admitting she cheated on him. Yeah, that was a really weird ra- way to ask. Yeah. Yes or no? Yes. So you're cheating on me? Like, no, meatloaf tonight. Like, <laughs> what are you asking me? <laughs> Be a little more clear. That's what I'm going to do the next time I need to ask you a serious question. I'm not giving you any substance. (laughs) Yes or no? (laughs) No context whatsoever? Nope. No explanation? No. So Vic is going out of town for 10 days and Tad is bum. Vic keeping it together well considering he's probably going to lose his job. He's a little bit short with Tad, but he's reassuring. He writes down the monster words for him and everything. Mm -hmm. He is a good father. He is. She's a good mother. She's just not a very good wife. Yeah, I guess. Donna is gonna have to take care, gonna have to take the car to Joe's. 
because um he forgot Vic forgot which I don't know if he did I think he's probably just annoyed with her he's like you do this fucking lady we at the farm the camber kid is walking through the fog Cujo is moaning and growling did you think Cujo was going to kill the child I did I yes, did I too did. Cujo does not kill the child he just walks away so they showed restraint I bet in the book Cujo ate that motherfucker shit him out and ate him again <laughs> But that's what happened. That's what I was hoping he would do. We do know someone that read this book. Like one of our best friends in the whole wide world read this book. When she (laughs) (laughs) When she was in second grade, you said? Yes. This was the first Stephen King book. The first Stephen King book she ever read, and she was in the second grade. So we'd have to we'd have to find out what it's about from her. We can ask her though. Yeah, but she was in the second grade. I doubt she remember. I don't know. I remember quite a lot of Amityville horror, and that's when I read it. So Things like that, at that age... They stick with you. They leave a mark. I read Flowers in the Attic around that age. You can tell me what Flowers in the Attic is about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They leave a mark. It got me. They leave a mark. So these people live in essentially a mansion, and she's fucking some dude that lives in a bungalow that, like, his job is, like, stripping wood under the table. Like, this man is a fucking loser. He's like Patrick Swayze on Dirty Dancing. Yeah, but I don't think Patrick Swayze's a loser. Is he a loser? He's a caring friend for everyone. He worked for pennies, dancing half naked at a resort, living in a bungalow. Right, but he's also like a dance instructor and stuff. Barely. This guy, this guy does not do carpentry. He takes paint off wood. As a, as a profession, as it well, someone so, has to, <laughs> someone has. I think that's usually a role in your job, not your whole job. I'm the guy that uses the sandpaper in this operation. That's what this guy does. You don't know. He might do other stuff. Shitty, awful tattoo. He has a bungalow and a trombone, and he fucks everyone's wives. He should have died in this movie. Yeah. What happened to him? I think they arrested him for fucking screwing up or fucking. I thought they couldn't find him. No, they found him. He admitted to it. Donna makes sure Vic knows it's over before he goes away, which is like the shittiest timing because I would do nothing but stew on my 10 days about it. That Mm -hmm. sucks. I wouldn't even go. There wouldn't even be a chance I'd be able to go. I'd be like, well, I quit my job because you fucking cheated on me. So Why would I cheat on you? I'm allowed to have sex with whoever I want. Don't know how we're going to pay the bills. I'm saying if we're these people. Oh, okay. (laughs) It's really dumb to cheat on someone when you have permission. This... The little boy wants to tell his dad about Cujo, but the mom says no. Could have saved a million people's lives. Mm-hmm. By a million people, I mean like three people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming he could she could have does... saved 80% of the people in this movie. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm assuming he doesn't. she doesn't want the maniac dad to cancel the trip because there's a problem with Cujo. Mm-hmm. They have to get out now. This is their only opportunity. Yeah. They're trying to get. Yeah. And the little boy don't even know that. So Cujo was wandering around like he went like through 12 rounds with fucking Mike Tyson. He looks like he's had the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. And he comes upon Joe's friend. They start fighting. Joe's friend doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he told him he didn't give a shit. He screams at him. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Grabs a shotgun and still cannot kill the fucking dog. No. Well, it looks like he's a hoarder. He's probably trying to find his fucking bullets. He's going to shoot Cujo. Cujo, I think, chokes him to death. I think that was one of the scenes where he was a human in a Cujo body. Because <laughs> it looks he like... He was standing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly know when when the human is the Cujo. <laughs> right then, I'm telling you. I'm telling you this when it was. He was standing up. He's exactly as tall as the other guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's fucking doing like boxing moves. He's doing like a shoulder roll. Yeah. But it does look like he strangles him. He was like, you can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> fucking gives him a five knuckle shuffle. We always got to put some wrestling in here, don't we? Yeah. Fuck that guy, though. He's a loud ass. He deserved it. Joe leaves some food out for Cujo because he does like the dog. And he's going to pick up Gary, who was the dead guy, for their trip to Beantown. Gary is being super fucking dead at this point, though. Mm -hmm. He's very dead. His throat has been torn out, which they did not show. They just show the aftermath of it because what really happened is some dude in a fucking dog costume strangled him to death. Mm -hmm. Which is scarier. (laughs) That's a scarier movie. (laughs) If the whole time Cujo is a man in a dog costume, way scarier. That should have been the movie. Better movie. (laughs) Um, For some reason, Joe's digging through the fucking phone book right now. Why is he doing that? Did he forget the number to 911? I don't know who he's going to call. Ghostbusters. 
you know, this isn't a ghost. This is a Cujo. I don't know if he's looking for animal controls. What was he doing? I don't know because he doesn't even know Cujo did it at this point in time. The only call is the police. Yes. All, you have o- a dead guy on the floor with his throat ripped out. Yeah. You call 911. Yeah. That's on- who you call. The only information you have is there's a dead body on the floor. Yeah. So there's no phone numbers to look no, up. The, well, who would you call? Yeah. You called 911. Even in 1983. That's the number. Yeah. They had a whole show about it. Rescue 911 with William Shatner. Yes. Call. Rescue 911, slightly less good than Unsolved Mysteries. It's like a step down okay. in everything. Cujo is here and he's gross as fuck. Now he's killing Joe. You only hear it. Like I said, this movie is not gory at it's all. It's not. I thought it was. It's not gory. It's not scary. It's stupid. See, this is bad because Donna and Tad are taking the Pinto right to Cujo's house. Yeah. The subtitles in this movie are fucking horrible. They are. They don't match at all. <laughs> they don't match. They use quotation marks for apostrophes. It is fucking awful. Yeah. Get that fixed, Amazon. or Well, I guess it's not Amazon's fault, but get that fixed. Whoever distributes this fucking movie, fix the fucking subtitles. Yeah, it was bad. Poor Tad is stuck in his seatbelt. And Cujo jumps through the window, scaring the fuck out of Donna, Tad, you, and our friend Candace, who was watching this movie. Mm-hmm. All of you got it. Our number one female fan. Yes. Lifelong best friend. Yeah. Been best friend for 33 years. They're safe in the car. It's time to leave, right? The kid is fucking wailing. Scream crying. I, I... would throw that fucking child out to Cujo. Yeah, I was ready to shake that youngin'. Like, shut the fuck up. I mean, he did a real good job, but I don't think that was acting. I think they just kind of got that kid real upset wanting to go home. Yeah, they're like, hey, kid, um, before we start filming the movie, we just want to show you a couple of scenes. Uh, there's no animals in this movie. And they just stuck him in the car and sick the fucking Cujo on the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was wailing. And on my nerves. Really bad. Really on my fucking nerves. I was ready I for him to stop. I would have smacked a youngin. Like, even if it was mine, I'd be like, get a hold of yourself. There were two points where I'm like, okay, stop. It was this kid wailing and them spinning the fucking camera around in a couple minutes. I got sick. It was gross. Cujo is fucking disgusting, just covered in grime and gristle and the grossest eye boogers ever. Fucking gross. Yeah. He is like running snot out of his eyeballs. You know what was gory? Cujo. (laughs) Cujo was gory as fuck. Yeah. He was by far the grossest thing in this movie. Yeah. And the car fires up. She stops to say fuck you to the dog. Which was a bad idea. Yeah. That's... You say fuck you while you're driving on the way out. You, you stick your finger out the window. Keep going. I don't know if you ever say fuck you to the dog until you're home. Think he's going to follow you? Yeah, you never know when that car's going to break down. You just make it home. And you're like, fuck that dog, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with that thing? Dog comes out of the kid's closet. <laughs> yeah, it really is a fucking monster. <laughs> We could have made this movie so much better. We could have. First off, the dog is a human the whole movie. Yes. <laughs> and now he's hiding in the closet. And he's also in closet. Yeah, he also is the monster. <laughs> Boo, motherfucker! That's what he says. You don't even growl because he's actually a human <laughs> in a dog costume. Classic counting your chickens before they hatch, mm-hmm. though. Ford Pinto, just absolutely known for being a pile of shit car. This car... Huh? It does again. Just yeah, it's this this car was how you described a piece of shit car all the way through the late nineties, all the way to like the year two thousand. They stopped making that thing in nineteen eighty, and it was so shitty <laughs> that the legend of how shitty it was lasted all through the nineties. Yeah. People never even seen a fucking Ford Pinto. Are like, oh god, a fucking Pinto? Not those things explode for no reason. <laughs> now it's a waiting game. Nightmare at the Camber Farm. By nightmare, I mean nighttime. Tad has to piss. They're opening the door for this. Cujo literally sitting at the car. Boy, you're pissing in the car. Yeah. I don't care if it stinks. You know what? Crack the window, stick your little pee-pee out, let it run down the side. Why are you going to open it? She opened it quite a bit, too. Yeah. Well, he, like, stood out there and pissed. No. You can stand in the hatch and piss in the back of the car at this point. The car is fucked. The car is dead. Yeah. Piss all over it. The phone rings and Cujo bolts to the house. He can break house windows. Hopefully he doesn't realize car windows are also glass. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Well, he just broke a window, which means he's going to break the car windows. That's probably how it got in my notes. Oh, you're right. 
Morning and Cujo is staring right in the driver's side window. I don't know what the fuck he wants. He wanted to talk to her about her car's extended warranty. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> That's what he wanted. That's how he's looking at her. He's like, hey. <laughs> Do you have a minute to talk about your car's extended warranty? No? Do you have a minute to be fucking eaten by me? Would you like to talk about our Lord and Savior? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> fucking Cujo's a Jehovah's Witness. Yes. Elder fucking Cujo. He's a Mormon. He's like, oh, nice to see you're awake now. I've been waiting. Tad luckily brought his monster words because they're very comforting. Donna spots a baseball bat. Like, I'm like, yeah, fucking really going to beat this dog with a baseball bat. Beat that dog with a bat. We're going to start this again. Sorry. We're going to go down this road. It's a TikTok. It's not a real song. I think it is a real song. Something became a TikTok. Oh, that's maybe. Probably. Battery is nearly dead. It's also super fucking hot in that car. They're waiting for the mailman to rescue them because mailmen historically do very well with dogs. Mm -hmm. That's what mailmen are known for. They're known for um, vanquishing canines. Yeah. That that is the meme. They definitely do very well against dogs. Sadly... There's a hold on their mail, so the mailman ain't coming. Sadly for no one, actually, because like he was just going to get eaten by the fucking yes, dog the, if he showed up. Because mailmen, the standard is get eat by dogs. Yes. Like, that's all. That's what mailmen are. They're dog treats. So good, good thing. Because what the fuck was he going to do? That dog really fucking hates the phone because he has a headache. Yeah. But his, his headache isn't so bad. That it prevents him from charging the car like a fucking T-Rex in Jurassic Park. Yeah, head first, right into the car. So his head must have been too bad. He shattered the passenger window. Boom, you called it. Mm-hmm. And he ripped off the door handle. He's on the roof. Phone stops ringing and he calms the fuck down. Because that's all that was bothering him. Mm-hmm. So a few Advil might actually just calm this situation down. If she had any. The dog isn't a murderous killing machine. He, he just has a headache. Has a headache. We've all been there. I get it. Once a month. I feel like even though the dog is trained, and our friend kind of brought this up too, that she kept telling herself, he's a he's good, a good boy. doggy, he's just doing his job. <laughs> I'd be so fucking scared on set around this dog. Uh-huh. Acting like that. I would be horrified the whole time. Especially like with the dog around the little boy. That would freak me the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, our dog... Whenever you're playing with him, like, if you touch his nose, he starts that snarling noise and stuff, which is really funny to us because we know him and trust him and know that he's just making the noise. Yeah, he's just playing. But if someone else at someone else's house and their dog starts making that noise, uh, you get the fuck away from my baby. Yeah, I guess I'm leaving. Yeah. I guess we ain't friends anymore. There aren't a whole lot of shots with both Cujo and the boy together, though. No, just when he's wailing like an idiot. But even then... Cujo's not necessarily in the shot. Yeah. Maybe he was actually scared of it. Or maybe they just were like, we're not going to risk it with this fucking child near a dog at all in case anything happens. So maybe they didn't really interact on set much. But if I was an actor and that dog was doing that shit, no matter how well trained it was, I'd be like, I don't fucking really like this that much. Mm -hmm. Like, this isn't the greatest. Donna has the door open. It is so fucking hot. They're dripping sweat. Build an atmosphere. And I'm at this point, I'm Googling to see how long they can last. Like, yeah. I asked Google how long it takes for dogs to die of rabies. And but when it hits the brain, which is when they start showing symptoms like this, it can still take up to seven days for them to die. That's bad. So they I'm like, they can't. Days. No, they can't Especially wait this dog in that out. Heat, they cannot wait the dog out. She's exiting the vehicle and he's right behind her. He almost had her, but she need him right in the balls. Just need the dog in a ball. Right in the balls. That poor man in the dog costume got need right in the balls. <laughs> now they're both in the car, and that kid will not shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. He takes a massive chomp of her leg. She survives, but they're gonna really have to ep- expedite this process because she's gonna get yes, rabies. Yes, now too. she's gonna get rabies. And this is when the spinning was so bad that even the dad on his trip in some other state and told him to knock it off. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck! Stop it! You're gonna kill these people watching the movie. Yeah, I had to shut my eyes. He's going back. He's running out on the Sharp account. If Steve wasn't such a fuck, he could call him for help. He'd be like, hey, put down the sandpaper, find my <laughs> wife. The mom is still alive somehow. Um, I was hoping at this point she would get rabies too. And then and, start eating a boy? No, and she could use her rabies power to kill Cujo. Like, she'd be like, oh, I have rabies too. And oh they could my God. fight. 
I don't think you have rabies power. Cujo seems to. Now Cujo is on the hood just staring through the windshield like a fucking dick. He's like, yeah, what are you going to do about it, bitch? <laughs> Nothing. You ain't going to do shit. You I'm right hungry on the hood. You hungry in there? You hungry? Thirsty. I'm right on the hood. What are you going to do? Day two. Tad is gasping. I don't know if he has asthma. Seems like maybe. Yeah, I don't know what his problem was unless he was just so dehydrated. I was thinking maybe um a panic attack. I don't know. If, he ha- if, if a kid has asthma, take the inhaler no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's just a little trip, because you never fucking know what's going to happen. But asthma attacks don't stop when you just fucking scream at the kid to breathe. Yeah. Well, she didn't only scream at him in this She's, movie. She, she also, smacked him a bit, She also too. beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if that has any positive impact no, on No, I don't think attack. so. Just physical violence. Steve is at the house. Um, I, th- I thought he was probably looking to rape again. Instead, he is going to steal an apple and fondle a set of kitchen knives. Mm-hmm. Vic is home, and there's feathers everywhere. Why am I covered in feathers? (laughs) Steve has destroyed her bedding and some photos. So he's a fucking lunatic. This Mm -hmm. is classic fucking abuser shit. Yep. Break up with me. I want to ruin all your things. Yeah. You like that bed? Comfy? Not no more. Because I ruined it. Listen, we need to get back together because I am such a good person. Let me show you all the the ways that I'm a good person. I will show you every awful thing about me. Mm Mm-hmm. But I've changed. Yeah. I'm a good man. You want me. We're great <clears throat> together. Thankfully, Vic told the police about Camber's place, so they're going to check it out. Cop is on the scene, but the family is sleeping in the car, so they don't notice right away. And why? Okay. Are, is it because they're half dead and she's getting the rabies and stuff? Is that why they don't notice when the car pulls up? Probably. I'm thinking like they're like exhausted. Probably not sleeping as much as past I mean, out. they definitely wouldn't have heard the mailman. No, but the mailman would have been the day before, too, so they weren't in quite as bad a shape. Cop almost radioed in, but he's getting eaten by Cujo instead. Mm -hmm. Now, this cop drove right past their car. I mean, within feet of it. But they were laying down. But there's fucking blood all over the car. Oh, yeah. The windows are fucking smashed. That would be the first place I would think the cop would go. But no, he hears a tiny little noise and goes into the barn. He goes into the barn where Cujo, he chases him up into the fucking rafters of the barn. And then th- and can somehow reach the rafters. Throws him off at like fucking Mick Foley at Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Cop is dead. That's our third kill. Again, wasn't that gory? No. You see him getting eaten in the background, but it doesn't show anything. No, it's pretty far away. Hope like at this point, I'm like, well, hopefully the rest of the cops are like, hey, what happened to that motherfucker that we yeah. sent up there? We haven't heard from him in a while. Nope. They didn't even think that because Vic is like, dude, what the fuck? You haven't heard from him yet? Like, what? <laughs> That's not cool. Oh, he's probably following some leads. No. No. What the well, fuck is wrong He calls the you? leads back to you. Like, you, you don't just. Yeah. He has a radio. <laughs> <laughs> he lets you know what's going on. So, daddy gets in the car. Yeah. He's going to go up to Cambers. This is fortuitous because the kid was screaming. I want my daddy. He wants his daddy. And Donna screamed, she's going to get. I'm going to get your daddy. And she was beating him. Yes. Punching him in a bag. I felt that. Yeah. Tad is in bad, bad shape. He looks dead already. Like, he looks like a dead child. But it's time for drastic measures. She's out of the car, face-to-face with Cujo. Cujo is grosser than ever, and she's got that bat she saw earlier. She is blasting that motherfucker with the bat. Yeah, and headed towards the house. Why was she going to the house? Why was she not going to the police car where she could have radioed for help and drove the fuck away? Yeah, worst case scenario, if the radio doesn't work or anything, you can just drive away. Yes. Why'd she go in the house? I don't know. But, but she... the doors and the windows are all busted open because of the stupid dog. Anyways, yeah. he can get in there. Yeah, you know Get, he can in, get in the in police there. car. Yeah. Um, she breaks the bat over Cujo. It's no longer a bat. It's a knife. And she stabbed that son of a bitch accidentally. Mm-hmm. Killing him. Yeah. Because they always die on the first try. She has a gun. She should shoot that dog. I'm assuming six times. I think it was a revolver. She should shoot that dog six times with yeah. every bullet in the gun. Mm-hmm. But no, she pistol whips the car instead. No, yeah, well, she's trapped outside and she has to get her boy. But she should have shot the dog a million times first. Yeah. Especially shouldn't have been <clears throat> smashing the windows with the gun while the boy's in there where you're going to accidentally shoot the boy. Yeah, or yourself. Unload the gun onto the dog, then smash the windows. Yes, this is the way. She does break the window, grabs the boy. Still plenty of time to shoot that fucking dog as they're going to the house, but she doesn't do that. 
Tad is in such bad shape, she's doing CPR on the child. This is a dead child right and now. And it is <clears throat> the most horrible CPR ever. It is bad. Like She's literally just crying onto his lips. Yeah. But her tears are made of miracles, and the boy comes back to life. And it's more important that you do chest compressions, and she didn't do any. She did a couple. The first thing she did was a couple chest compressions, and then, and she, then she just cried, cried into, his, into mouth. his mouth. Yeah. Uh, but he is risen. No time to celebrate, though, because Cujo is back. She shoots his ass this time, though, finally. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, Dad shows up after everything's all over. Yep, everything's over. Don't need no man's help. They reunite. The end. I was like, wow. Yeah, that was it. <clears throat> they really brought that together. Just This movie's over now. <laughs> like, that like, was my first words. Was That was it? Mm-hmm. Like, Cujo should have probably come out. The dad should have probably had to do something. But no, they're like, oh, you liking this movie? You liking this? It's over. I mean, like, is huh? she going to die? Like, she's had rabies now for two days. Like, Yeah, she's going to have to get a shot. It's, it's a <laughs> lot of shots. Mm-hmm. And you could still die. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's going to kill Vic. I don't know. Maybe she has rabies. She's going to start eating brains. Bury her in a fucking pet cemetery. I don't know. That's it. That's over. It's done. Yeah, it just ends. The most stupid movie ever. What? I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't call it the most stupid movie. Oh my God, Rich. What? A dog has rabies. That's it. That's the movie. (laughs) That's pretty scary. No, it's not. It's so dumb. So did you like it? No. No. Okay. Consider, this is truly terrifying. Imagine being in that woman's situation. That's horrifying. I would have a cell phone. (laughs) Imagine. You don't have a cell phone. (laughs) I don't know, man. That's so dumb. Kind of a weak ending, but it was was fine. Nah. It was shortish. It moves it's at a good pace. It was real dumb. It was real dumb. I don't even know how you could have wrote the book. Like this is. So I bet the book is dumb. so much better. It's so dumb. I gave it a three point five on Letterbox. That's like slightly better than this is fine. <clears throat> it's like my Moby Dick. <laughs> except, except Moby <laughs> Dick is so fucking long. <laughs> I bet you the book is so fucking long. It probably is. And, he has to name every single strand of hair on the dog's body yeah. because that's how he writes his fucking books. You might think this is a man in a dog costume, <laughs> but it's actually a real dog. <laughs> Cujo has a 60% critic score and a 45% audience score, which is fucking fair. Okay. I'm stunned the audience score is lower than the critic score, though. I can't imagine if it's a critic, they're like, wow, this is fucking groundbreaking stuff. Like, you would, this is the type of movie that you would think would have like a 70 audience score. And like a 25 critic score. Maybe the critics are nostalgic about it. Dee Wallace was good in this movie. Who that? The mom. Oh, yeah. She was very good. Mm-hmm. So Especially there's... since she held so much restraint and did not shake that boy. Yeah. She was, she was very good in this movie. There's one super positive about this movie. It was her performance. She was fucking awesome in it. But I feel like this movie really epitomizes a Stephen King adaptation. It's generally fine, but in no way lives up to the hype of the book. Because it's like a popular book. Okay, well, you read the book and let me know. I'm not reading it. Like, almost none of the side stories really matter all that much in this movie. No. Other than that's how the dad gets there at the end. But he doesn't even do anything. But I bet you in the book there's probably a shit ton of side story. Yeah, and maybe they matter. Like, maybe her cheating on him had a purpose in the book. Okay, well, read the book. But, like, it just it just seems like the whole affair angle serves to get him to the house at the end of the movie, but he doesn't do anything. He he may as well have not shown up. Yeah, what does it even matter that there was an affair? Like, it there doesn't. Was, That's what I mean. I mean, he could have just went on a business trip, and she got her car fixed, and he realized that she didn't come home. Yeah. Like, there was no reason for her to even be cheating no like, no the they guy it. she was cheating on with played no role in this whole fucking movie why yeah. why like why is that even in there yeah they live in a nice house he treats her well like what i don't get it i think it only serves to get him to the house at the end of the movie which 
doesn't need to be in there. Yeah, but he could have come to the house just because he's been calling and she didn't answer. I agree. I'm I, I'm super worried because it's been two days and my wife isn't answering the phone. I need to go home and make sure everything's okay. He also could have called his town's police yeah, from done a welfare wherever check. the fuck he is. I mean, he knew her car was all fucked up. What if she just got stranded at the grocery store? Yeah, or on the way to that fucking farm. Yeah, anywhere driving around. He knew her car was bad. She probably, her car died somewhere. Yeah. Call the police. Tell them. But without all the cheating and stuff, he didn't even need to be in the movie. No. <laughs> really? None of the cheating stuff, the affair guy, none of it. He didn't need to be there at all. No, except to, to like tell him about the monsters, which also didn't play a role. The monster words didn't work. The, he could have got the monster words from his daddy. Well, that was his daddy. That's what we're talking about. He didn't need no, to be there. No, I'm saying the affair guy didn't need oh, to be in the movie. Oh, he didn't need to be there. I'm saying the dad didn't really need to be in there either. It's a 25-minute movie without him, but... Yeah. They had to have him show up at the last second, you know, after she already killed Cujo. Yeah, well, I don't I don't think she had to be there at all. He didn't need to... Someone needed to save her and take her to the hospital so she don't die. She could have called... start eating the baby. She could have found a fucking phone book in that house and called 911. <laughs> Cujo made $21.2 million on a budget of $6 million, so it was a success, but a kind of minor one. It lives on mostly being a cult classic and kind of a meme. Everyone knows Cujo, even if you haven't seen Cujo or read Cujo. Like, everyone knows Cujo is, like, shorthand for a crazy dog. So where do you rank it? You know what? I'm ranking it at the very bottom. Because even Nightmare on Elm Street and Nightmare on Elm Street 2, which they were both real fucking dumb. Like, at least, like, there was something to be scared of. This was just a dog that got sick. Sorry. I guess if you had a one-sentence description of the movie, it is a dog got sick. Yeah. A dog got rabies. Like, that, that's what <laughs> happened. That was it. it was a, that's a whole fucking movie. A dog got rabies. <laughs> it's so dumb. My cat got hit by a car. <laughs> the end. That, that was, that, there you go. There's the book. There's the movie. I had the flu. <laughs> I got COVID. <laughs> I didn't die. I had been vaccinated, so it's fine. Cujo at least died. <laughs> I think. So, I got COVID. I sneezed on everyone on purpose. It was a great time. So that that's what you consider this movie. Yeah, it was Cujo, dumb. Cujo is basically someone with COVID that sneezed on people on purpose. <laughs> yes. Some of them died. I don't even know that he did it on purpose. I mean, he was out of his mind. He had his fucking headache. That's true. He might not even I had known. COVID one time. That headache is brutal. Yeah, I could see why he would sneeze on people. I didn't care where I was sneezing. I just wanted my head to stop hurting. So, do you have anything else to add? No! <laughs> then say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn. <laughs>